Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, come one, come all, to this new edition of The Thing Committee, where not only are we going to determine what is and aren't things, but we're hopefully going to have a conversation that will enlighten, that will entertain, and quite possibly horrify. <laughs> I'm joined uh, on The Thing Committee today by three delightful people who I will introduce to you now. On my left, which is completely useless in a podcast scenario, <laughs> but uh, the lady who is Believe it or not, so addicted to yoga, the only thing listed on her Wikipedia page is yoga. I have a Wikipedia page. Uh, I haven't introduced you, Carmen Braidwood. <laughs> I have a Wikipedia page. You do now. It just says yoga. Did you make it? Yeah. Thank you. I have to. Well, it's it's one of those things where when you Google someone to try and come up with content mm. and who is this person? Yes. Wikipedia is the go-to place, right? I wouldn't have a radio career if I didn't have Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm on Wikipedia. I feel like I need to send it to my high school bully and say, check it out, I'm somebody. And they'll go, right, yoga bitch. (laughs) Awesome. And that's all I am. I am defined by my yoga. Well, thank you for having me. I'm centred by your chi. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, Steel Saunders, the man of many podcasts, the face that launched none. Hello. Wow, that's uh, that's really harsh. It's not meant to be harsh. Is is abusing your guests a thing? Um, <laughs> I, I listened to the last episode and I, I listened to about half an hour about whether hashtags are a thing. Mm. So I might also ask, is editing your podcast a thing? <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. We determined early. Not I, I'm, 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 I'm interested, um, Carmen, with Wikipedia. Yeah. How, without that, you wouldn't have a like a radio career. So mm. I'd love to see your history at the station, like of what you've searched, <laughs> like on the first day. Microphone. Yeah. <laughs> so like sucking up to the boss. Uh, cold play. Yeah. <laughs> Nickelback. It's a lot like that. I mean, yeah, you do, when you listen to the odd interview, you can tell who's done their research on Wikipedia and who hasn't because they get the odd stooge fact across the airwaves. You've got to be careful of the stooge fact. Oh, when okay. you're using Wikipedia to do your research. <laughs> but you really should do elsewhere. Hang on. Well, yeah. are you saying, Carmen, that the internet has things on it that aren't true? It has things on it that ain't things, my friend. That's yes. That's you need to be aware of this. Outrageousable. <laughs> I'm going to create words as we go. And the third uh, committee member, we are sans Josh this week because he's not in Perth. We're in Perth. Mm. Let's just break through There's that. There's a piece of bonus information Fourth for wall straight away. It's a special edition of the Think Committee. Paul Cook, hello and welcome. Hello, lovely to be here. Thanks for the invite. Well, look, it's all the better for you being here because when it comes to button pushing, no idea. I can't help but feel that is the only reason I'm here, but I guess I'm serving a purpose. Oh, Paul oh, Cookie. Far from it. Paul, wow. your voice is amazing. I, I, I like listening to you. I want to ring in now with my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to dedicate me a love song. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. I'm going to well, ring yeah. in and demand daylight savings not start. <laughs> <laughs> At some point later on, I think that Paul's going to give away a latest Nickelback album or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to keep it myself. <laughs> <laughs> The Thing Committee, as we've discussed previously, and for listeners that have played on so far through our mini two episodes that we've got going, is about a public service where we decide for the rest of the human race what what are and are not things. So I thought I would open it up with a bit of a warm-up for everyone, a chance to weigh in and tell us what you think is a thing. Mashable, and this comes from a a, a wonderful listener of the podcast, Shane Dodman, uh, Dodas, D-O-D-D-A-S on Twitter. Mm -hmm. uh, He's given us this from Mashable. Because they are at the edge of things. Mm. Uh, you're not invited. The edge of things? Yes. It sounds like a website about to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the precipice. It is. It's ready to fall over the edge, but not quite. Uh, you're not invited wedding invitations. Are they a thing? So it has oh. come to pass that beyond the situation of just, you know, Paul, I want to invite you to my wedding. Mm. Steele, I want to invite you to my wedding. Awkward moment. I don't want to invite Carmen, but she's kind of in the room. Yeah. With the rise of social media and its involvement yes. in that, you can now, or there's the opportunity people are sending out, you're not invited <laughs> invitations to confirm <laughs> that Carmen you're not coming. So it sort of just jumps past that awkward moment where you think, we can't bump into XYZ because we haven't invited them to our wedding. So you would instead say, let's get this out of the way. Here's a Facebook e-card or an email and just say, clearing up any confusion, myself and my partner are getting married in four weeks. You're not invited to the wedding. We still love you. You're still an awesome person. But speaking of someone who's not really big on weddings, I like marriage but not mm. weddings, I see no problem with this because weddings are a big waste of money 
They're a big day that doesn't really that matter that much. The thing that matters is the fact that two people are getting married, not the stupid party you have with sugared almonds to celebrate. How many thing. weddings have you had, Carmen? None. Yeah. Could be a reason for that. <laughs> I can't help but feel that you might as well save yourself the time and effort of creating a list and sending the invitation. <laughs> Just go to them personally and kick them in the guts. Aww. Go, uh, here's my wedding invite, kick in the guts. Do you think that's like you're coming or you're not coming invite? Aww. Because that's what you're mm. doing. If you're yeah, giving them a card you're saying you're not inviting them, then you basically say you're not really that good a friend. Mm. But I've had people do it where they're not part of your family. Oh, look, it's just a family thing. Oh. That upset me a little bit, but I'm kind of, okay, I'll be keeping an eye on Facebook just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you know what I mean? But if it's a, if it's a big thing and you're yeah. saying, no, you're not coming, but, you know, mm. Billy is, he's known me for six months, but his dad runs a pub, then, you know, clearly <laughs> you're kicking them in the guts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I don't know. I've never... I've never had anyone not want me to be at anything, so it's, this is really foreign to me. But if I did get a uh, you're not invited to my wedding invitation, I'd also hope there'd be a card that was like, I once fucked your fiancé. <laughs> that you could return. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, it, it is that moment, isn't it? Because I, I appreciate, Carmen, at, at the nicest layer, mm. it's, look, guys, we, we only have so much money. We can't mm. invite everyone to the reception. Come to the wedding. The, the common, I guess, almost socially acceptable uh, medium or intermediary is the hey look come to the wedding mm. and and stay for the afternoon tea but I'm sorry we can't it is have it's just reception. a family reception we can't yeah. do that the afternoon tea have you not what well, sort of what what sort of wedding is this an afternoon tea yeah it's a very quiet civilized wedding I yes. think perhaps no yeah. straight straight to alcohol yeah like. <laughs> yeah I'm, I don't think I've had many afternoon teas at weddings. Really? Am I the only one that's been at and also had afternoon teas Malks. as a part of the Do you wedding? just add a meal to everything you do, Moxie? I think that was, a, that was a funeral body. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was definitely involved in it and it was definitely an afternoon tea as a, an intermediary. What, while the photos are being taken? J- just pre that, but then also to allow us to escape to go and get photos. Oh, okay. And also because we had a, a finite space to hold the reception in. We could only have, I think it was 80 or 90 people at the reception and we had 300 at the wedding. Okay. Oh. oh, so your reception wasn't in the infinite expanse of the universe? No. Mm. Okay, it was finite. Okay, <laughs> that's that's weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So they sh- they shuffled you in and out in shift, so they just lined up a bay-marie of party pies and said, you know, 90 people come through, you get your pie out the other side, and then the second lot for afternoon tea comes mm. through, and then you come back around for your dessert. It's that's actually awesome. not a bad idea. Yeah. Just have a hot dog stand in a park. This is my wedding catering. I've always wanted to have... For what, just a party. Just have out the back the hot dog stand set up. Just have that, like, so here come the party, have whatever the reason is, and there's a bouncy castle over there or something, and go over here and there's either like the kebab guy or the hot dog guy. I reckon that would be awesome. And of course, then there's the bathtub full of beer or wine or whatever you choose alcoholically. Okay. I think that would be a rocking party. No? Am I living a. Is this still a wedding? Any anything. Any party. We're just talking about what you do in your backyard. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like he wants yeah, to have his yeah. wedding out the front of like a nightclub district. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like hot dog, kebabs. Yeah. Or maybe hire a trip Somewhere of carnies to James come in Street. and run I'm going to get married in James Street in Northbridge yes. at 11 o'clock on Friday night. There we go. Perth joke. <laughs> That's right. Awesome. Uh, I'll think, find that out on Saturday. Think King's Cross. Think some sort of city <laughs> district in a city near you. Precisely. Uh, uh, well, paradise. That would kind of be interesting, I guess. You'd certainly get lots of people gathering around. Your presence probably wouldn't sit on the table for very long before no. you'd go, oh, hang on a minute, that's my cutlery and off they go. Mm. But to otherwise, certainly be exciting. But there's a conspiracy here mm. with this whole sending out a card saying you're not invited. They're trying to make awkward conversations not a thing. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because you have to have that conversation with every person. You know, oh, it was just a small, it was just a small wedding. It's just like one of those conversations where you pitch, you as, as you get more desperate, your pitch goes, it was just a small wedding. <laughs> and if you take those, like, conversations out of society, like, like that, t- that also takes the fun out of eavesdropping in on people's conversations. Like, mm. I love a good awkward conversation. Couldn't, I couldn't help but feel that you would just be going, because clearly to be somebody you wouldn't like, you'd just be going, well, I wasn't fucking going to your birthday, uh, your wedding anyway. Sorry. Yeah. As if I'd go. Mm. Your, your wife's one. a bitch, your mother-in-law's a blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah, and you'd, make it, you know, you'd probably be quite nasty. What do you say on, on your you're not invited wedding invitation? Is it a case of, you know, dear Carmen, we like you a lot, but 
I'm picking on you. I'm sorry. That's okay. We like you a lot, but yeah, it's a family thing and it's close and we can't fit you yeah. in. And, or is it just, dear Carmen, fuck right off? No, see, I, w- I would never do that, of course. I, I mean, I'd have to go the nice thing. It's like to, to the people in my life who I love dearly enough to add on Facebook, um, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> you know, I'm getting married. Mm. Can you believe it? Because that would surprise people in the first place. <laughs> and then I would say, you know, I'm getting married. You've got to notice on Facebook. I, I post photos. I do that. I want you to see me in my white dress, but I don't really need you to see it firsthand. Yeah. Just letting you know. I don't want to pay any money for no. you to be near me on my wedding. No. It's sort of like you're handing out friendship runners up. Yeah. <laughs> You're a runner you're, out friend. You're so close. We parted really hard in that nightclub that time, but we didn't back it up with any follow-up conversation. I'm sorry. <laughs> Should there be a second layer to social media relationships that allow for exactly this kind of thing? I think I've created that. I have a few separate profiles on my Facebook page <laughs> that I use to do just that. I probably shouldn't share but that But you kind of need it, Carmen. In just the, looking up your Facebook. Because <laughs> what happens is... Is when you're to some degree in the public spotlight, people want to be your friend who, and you're kind of like, oh, I don't really want you to be, but mm. I don't want to seem like I'm, I don't want to say being, no. Yeah, yeah, and so, and it's not. Um, I don't think it should be personal. It's more that there are photos I really want to share with my mum and my yeah. family, and my cousins. Yeah. And, and you post them up on RedTube. Uh, yeah, I send them to <laughs> necessary places and I'll find them. And <laughs> but there are other photos that I take <laughs> at listener right. parties or that I take out and about for the for the show that I do here in Perth. And yeah, I'd like mm. them to be seen by other people. Whoever invented the not wedding invite just needs to be bitch slapped and mm. to be said you're going on that spaceship over there. That's for everybody who has done something stupid in the chain of humanity and when sending them away, they can have their own planet. You can do all your stupid non-wedding-y invites, um, heelless high heel shoes things on that planet. We don't need it here. The ultimate, and then they go. It's the ultimate lifeboat experiment is what yeah, you're Yeah, absolutely. We just send them away, all of them. Cookie is sounding very much like he's reached a decision on the thing. <laughs> yes, and, in this and instance. reasonably so. I think we need to hit it up. So we'll start with Cookie because he seems to be on the ball. <laughs> reasonably, I think I would clearly say that is that should never be a thing. Good, Steele? Um, I, I think it's definitely not a thing. Yeah, definitely it's not a thing. Carmen? I think it has space to be a thing and possibly a thing you'll see on my Facebook page. <laughs> what yeah. a good idea. Yeah, like you're going to get married. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I agree. In this scenario, I think that, you know, you're not coming to my wedding invitations. Mm. Not a thing. So we no. have declared, it is decreed, not coming to my wedding invitations. Not a thing. Do you have a gavel or something? Can we? We'll put it in. in. Oh. It's not a thing. We'll put it there in post, go. but thanks. <laughs> That's still good. That is an excellent, you're excellent at gaveling. Yeah. That's Thank right. You. I'm waiting for that gavel to explode and you to go all over the desk. That's mm. what that's going to be. Carmen, do you have any things that you want to bring to the committee? Yeah. Well, look, I think I've looked around the room and found one that is relevant. Are yeah. beards a thing again? Hey, hang on a minute. Why? Why? What are you saying? Okay, I'm staring at three hairy dudes who choose not to tidy that up one little bit. And did you see the Grammys and did you see the BAFTAs in the last 24 hours? The amount of celebrity walking around with a bit of fuzz on Mm -hmm. their chin, or if they're older, a bit of actual genuine stubble, but trimmed actual beards are back, baby. People are doing it and I need to know, is this a thing? I want to know how you found time for this podcast in between award show screenings. (laughs) (laughs) It's the rockin' life of a radio host, my friend. All I do is stare at pop culture and try to find observations. (laughs) (laughs) Just fast-forwarding through next award, next award, next award. If I don't hit the Grammys, I'm going to be in trouble. (laughs) Shut up, Prince. I want to hear what Gotti's got to say. Well, see, Prince has always rocked the tiniest little bit of of facial hair, right? Mm -hmm. But nothing that stretches him. And never the full thing that... Paul Cook, opposite me right now, mm. has got on the trot I've had here. now for about seven years. Okay. And the most wonderful thing is, A, uh, I can choose whether I want to shave or not, mm-hmm. even around it. Did you get away with care it? That, and yeah, have once I a week, seen maybe. you clean shaven? I mean, we've known each other within you, the last seven No, years. I've been clean shaven for about three weeks in the past five years. Okay. Um, and the, uh, in fact, my 96 of M profile photos have been Maybe that's what on. it is. And I look very baby-faced. <laughs> His chin's like Harley's um, Comet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an attractive man. And the other side is the money you save on razors. 
You're very expensive, aren't they? They are, and you just don't have to spend that money, and that's terrific. Yeah, my partner buys his razors online. He just ships them in. He's always getting these little brown packages delivered. What? Are you sure he's getting razors? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, you've got to worry about a guy's ordering in razor. He just dances oh, like a maniac you're after confused. he's been That's not a razor. That's a video of a girl that shaved. <laughs> <laughs> the razors were involved. Yeah. They just may not be in the package. True. But, um, you've got the beard too, Steel. I don't know if it's a beard. It's more just a, a, like a, a cluster of stubble. It's hardly a beard. Is that just how it grows? Is that its naturally occurring self? No. You, you shape yeah. that? Yeah, I mean, vaguely. you shape that. Vaguely. Not there. I actually probably, it's probably grown out a little bit, but it started off. Mm. I don't know. This is how can, I, I'm describing my facial hair on a podcast. It's like, <laughs> is everyone at home drawing a, like a little, like, Mom. um, like <laughs> yeah. a, one of those crime stopper pictures it's of pretty me right now? It's yeah. a go, it's a well-trimmed goatee where he hasn't shaved for what? Three days, four days. Yeah, a stubble. And there's it's, some it's, stubble but around. But it's stubble. It's not like, I'm not going to like write a poem or anything. No. Wear a beret. Rock <laughs> yeah. a Van Dyke or something. Yeah, yeah. What is this thing you've got? This is a, a, this is me in need of a shave. This is laziness is what this is. No, but you don't grow that kind this, of um, That's a goatee that without shaving there. for I'm, a few days. I'm going to reveal what this is, okay? okay. And, and Because I, I have never thought of myself as a stylish person ever. Okay. I'll put that straight out there. And it's obvious. Oh, so we do have something package. in common. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and so I always wanted to grow uh, a, a beard and moustache. And because I'm a, a morbidly obese person and also a fairly uh, fair-haired person, whenever I grew facial hair, it was always light. And, and I come from – my dad always got tinges of red through his beard, so it was hard to well, see. You have the tinge of red. I think you expose yourself as a ginger when you grow your beard. I, it's yeah? got to be there somewhere. Yeah. It, it's, yeah. it's somewhere back in the past. <laughs> uh, but I, I remember watching the very first Matrix – and there's um, the the guy that betrays them all, the the baldy guy that's got like the just the mo and the strip kind of the dude that wants to eat the steak. Yeah, once I know this is a steak, and yeah. I can't remember his character name. Um, he has this the 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 mo and the little strip thing down the the yeah. chin. And Colonel it, Sanders also had a bit yes, of that too. Oh, he, but Colonel his Sanders. is the point. His is the more the Van Dykey thing. Yours is a bit. Sort of it's gone off to lighting. a bit of a point. You need mm. of a trim. It's because yeah, yeah, lazy. I've got to shave tonight because yeah, I've okay. got to present tomorrow. <laughs> okay. But it's it's so I, I based my facial hair look on that, and mm. it's only been of late in the last seriously a year, and I'm 39 mm. that it's really started to come in in any way dark and black, uh, mm. and that's disappointing because now the black is quickly turning to salt and pepper to grey. Yeah, yeah mm. and that yeah. that's I'm my dad went grey at about 41 and was salt and pepper through till. You know, probably 52, 55, and that's what's going for me. Wow. The question coming to you is, mm. when you see a man with a beard, yeah. because the problem I had is my other half says to me, I'll oh, shave off the beard, I don't like it. I'll kiss you more if you shave off the yeah. beard. And I've actually shaved, and hence why it's only off for two or three weeks, because I run the experiment. Oh, I yeah. shave off the beard. I don't say oh, anything. I just shave it off. And see if you get And I kisses. wait and see, am I getting more? No. Okay. So, so, Have you timed it wrong? Have you shaved off the wrong week? <laughs> I don't know. And what am I going to do? Leave it on, shave it off. It's a hard experiment to keep running over yeah. the years. It's not a stick-on thing. Uh, so the, the question is... You need is, to ask for feedback. Yeah, you want to know. As, as a woman, yeah. I mean, you know... Kissed both, yeah. I can say. And here's th- something about me which maybe you need to know, is that my father and all my uncles had masses of facial hair when I grew up. So once I had a boyfriend who grew masses of facial hair and all I could think of was my dad and my uncles at Christmas time getting a kiss on the cheek and it's all sloppy and disgusting and it tickles a little bit. Had bits of mince pie. Yeah, it wasn't my boy anymore kissing me. It was this old man kiss, you know, and I don't know if that's going to put you off on your decision to keep the beard situation. Wow, that story's put me off most. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) It's a bit gross, isn't it? You don't want to be kissing your boyfriend thinking of your hairy uncle. And that's um, my answer to that thing. I agree. So I if you were going out with Brad Pitt or mm. somebody that I don't Clooney. know who he's like at the moment, mm. but whatever, some some sort of gent, he could be quite young, uh, Sam Worthington, I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, but the fact he had a beard, uh, your mind would go, instead of, oh, I'm shagging super male movie star, or it's a bit like Dad. I think I might go to It's a Bit Like Dad, which is really yeah, well, disturbing. It's like you're too much like Dad, move away. <laughs> yes. And, uh, Justin Bieber, you demand. Yeah, well, look, no, too young. Stubble <laughs> is better than beard, than okay. whiskers. I think as soon as it becomes anything that's brush-like, 
Not well, there's too. different lengths of beards, though. I mean, yes. there's the, you know, boy, thanks for coming. I Mumford and Sons kind yeah, of Yeah, beard competition Santa beards. Beard. And then yeah. there's the, you know, stubble thing. So. Yeah. What about this? If, like, if, like Hitler, you know, he's very well known for both his racism and his little moustache thing. Mm. Mm. And that's an iconic thing. Like, what about if he actually chose to go the beard? as his iconic thing. Mm. Like, wouldn't it be a weird vibe like down on Brunswick Street right now? Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> All the it would. I All dare the say no yeah. hipster would be growing a beard. if you know, and, and you don't see hipsters growing Hitler-style little moustaches. And anytime someone does, they say, people that say to them, hey, hang on, you can't do that. I dare anymore. say if that was the case, though, the Hitler-tash would be the beard of the age. <laughs> mm. Everybody yeah. would. And if you're, if you're in a, I don't know, some sort of parallel, parallel universe travelling machine and you went to that universe, mm. everybody has a Hitler-tash. Not only would it be hilarious, but <laughs> yeah, kind of weird. Yeah, high five. Very scary if you were Jewish. I don't think it'd be That's really right. nice. Oh. <laughs> the memories come flooding back. Yeah, yeah. Every, every gallery opening. It was like, yeah, the art was good, but it was a little bit anti-Semitic. You know? <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit fascist. Yeah, well, we were in Poland. Mm. I, I I draw the line myself at kissing women with beards. Yeah, understandably. Um, but that. From from the neck yeah, it's, up, uh, we're talking an upstairs. Mm. Yeah, yeah, neck up. Mm. Like yeah. let's just, uh, yeah, just encapsulate that. I'm so um, used to the five to nine time slot. I'm just horrified every time you go there. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't make a joke that'll lose to a lady's private part. You can say vagina on a well, You know, we're talking about shaving, so it's only a matter of time. Yeah, Carmen, true. We... It's only going to take a while. Mm. The, well, we could dive into other areas though. I guess the, the question that stands before us we, now. We definitely know innuendos a thing. Facial hair. The the three gentlemen on the committee tonight are all hirsute mm-hmm. in that regard and, and uh, obviously pro-beard. Otherwise, there would be no beard. This is true. You've admitted, Carmen, that you are pro-beard but not in a way that reminds you of your father and make it all Tasmanian. Yeah, correct. So the question that you posed was, are beards, are beards a, thing? a thing? And what do you think now? Well, now I guess they are. Steel? Not as a hobby. Good call, yeah. There's, there's a lot of people out there and their beards, their hobby. Yeah, right. And, a bit of um, manscaping. Oh, the Whisker Wars guys. Yeah, just the, the growth and the, the, the care, the shampooing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, a, it's a thing... If you are stranded on an island, okay. Tom Hanks style, mm-hmm. castaway is mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that okay. is the proper amount of uh, facial hair to talk to a soccer ball for a few years. <laughs> <laughs> Cookie, deep down inside, for most men, I believe there's a place where you want to be the castaway man. You want to be on that island. You want that beard to grow. Uh, not only that, at the same time, you want a woman who respects and loves the fact that you've put time and effort into this beard. Yep. Uh, look, that's probably not going to happen in this lifetime. But <laughs> <laughs> and and I grow it to keep the women away because I'm in a committed relationship. The last thing Wise. I need is distraction. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. uh, but it's certainly a thing. It's a thing. It's okay. a tool. And, uh, and mine's a bit salt and peppery now, but I kind of don't care anymore. Yeah. Nice. I just like it. Definitely we have determined that beards are indeed a thing. Yeah. And probably a not caring kind of thing. Is oh, very yeah, much absolutely. Thing. Money saving. Yeah. yeah. We don't, yeah, yes. the, definitely. Did you have uh, another thing, Carmen? Oh, or? look, I'm happy to pass the thing baton over to whoever else would like a thing adjudicated at this stage. I wouldn't want to hog the thing. <laughs> Wow. No one's ever hogged the thing before. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? Reasonably too. Steel? Um, I don't have a thing yet, but I'm I'm, I'm sort of trying to think of a thing. You're postulating. Well, so I'm sure that uh, our friend, the learned Paul Cook, has a thing. Well, I I jotted some things down. Oh, good. Uh, A couple of things that that may or may not be things. Uh, I I wonder, is the Pope still a thing? Uh, is, is the Pope a thing that's about to go? Papal resignations is yeah, a new you thing. Know, even the Pope can't be bothered being the Pope anymore. Is, no. it, is, the, time, is the time coming when we're going to go, <laughs> it's time for a Pope-free world? Hmm. You know, the, you is know, it time for instead a CEO of the Catholic Church? You know, a bright young thing, fresh off her MBA. Some sort of corporate position, yeah, yeah. just to manage in. the money and the yeah. collection of teeth and that sort of stuff. And the media and, representation and the tweeting. Why tweet in Latin? I, I mean, um, who understands Latin tweets? The Pope does. <laughs> All of his cardinals do. They hang out yeah, that's for right. it. It's secret code. Yeah, that's yeah, what we need on get, Twitter. They don't get people through those catacombs, you know, on their own. You know? 
I heard when he retired, the Vatican's going to give him a Nazi gold retirement watch. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's two big ones. In Awesome. And they've had that for a long time, too. <laughs> Just tucked away out the back. Uh, but no, seriously, it, I, I tend to feel religion itself is waning, certainly mm-hmm. in our part of the world. Uh, and and therefore the importance of things like Catholicism and their, the leadership of the Pope is becoming a thing that even though the Pope's resigned and it's the first one for 500, 600 years, we're not really out. We go, oh, the Pope's resigned. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, but he, Popes clearly must just do that. No, uh, you know, I was shocked. And I don't know why. <laughs> you were shocked. I was. I heard you, I said, you can't resign, you have to die. Well, I heard you drop it out in one of your entertainment reports this morning. Oh, I did. That you were surprised I that was. his popiness had gone, no, that's it, I'm done. And every other respect, I don't care for religion. In fact, I've been known to openly dislike the stuff. But when the Pope resigned, I was like, well, this guy's against the order of life. Wait, let's just hold up here. <laughs> the Pope made the entertainment news? <laughs> <laughs> And therein <laughs> lies what we're talking wow. about. Wow. Yeah, this is so this big. Is, this is rock the next season Still. of Mass View at Home. Honestly, <laughs> until about 10 o'clock last night, there was nothing going on in the world. Honestly, it was quiet. It was an any other night. Then suddenly, Benedict says, oh, I'm pulling the pin. Ratzinger. <laughs> yes, the German Pope <laughs> says, that is it. No more. And, and I was shocked and interested and I cared a little bit. I thought. I have wow. to investigate this. Further. You were shocked. I, was. I think billions of people said, "Oh, he didn't die in disappointment." <laughs> but you know, if you're going to put, yeah, how long's he been in? What three years or so? No. Yeah, not long. Not long. Two thousand five or something. I this think. is it. I didn't expect oh. him to die anytime soon. He was not due a death. You don't put some person in the job who's only going to last. Well, he less was than incredibly old when they put him in, so yeah. you always run that risk. A little like, of them you know, dying in the job. Absolutely. Yeah, like, if Prince Charles becomes king, chances are he's going to have about two weeks before he you know, <laughs> yeah, finally carks it. Yeah. But the queen can abdicate at any stage. She can go, oh, I've had enough. You she know, can the... also choose, can't she? I mean, just to, to ask that question, because I have no idea when it comes to the monarchy uh, and any of those things. I know that the queen is the queen mm. and she's definitely a thing. When it comes to her abdicating or retiring from, from being the queen... Charles is technically next in line. Is it his responsibility to say, no, thanks, I don't want it? Or is it the Queen, she can say, Charles, you need to say no thanks to this because we want the bright young thing Uh, to have it. But I don't know. You're talking about all these positions of who cares. Like, like, look, (laughs) the Pope is the first person to quit a job that was made redundant years ago. Ah, see, and that's that's what we're talking about here is the – is the Pope, the papality, even still a thing? Mm. If you're, I guess if you're Catholic, maybe it is. Uh, but well, And there know. are a lot of them. Like, let's be fair, there oh. are millions of Catholics around the world that still think that the Pope is very much a thing. And I would yeah. imagine many a tear was shed. Yes. Uh, yeah. But for the rest of us, it's, it's a bit of a non-event. It's mm. making the entertainment news of your well, local yes. radio station. I mean, and main reason it made the entertainment <laughs> news, let me qualify, is because some Irish bookie ran a book on whether or not Bono might become. I don't want So I had, you know, a link, all right? I didn't just say, hey, let's pop some religion in your entertainment news. Uh, uh, spot, this the, is a bit uh, shy on detail. Sounds like something. some classic Wikipedia research. Yeah. <laughs> What a lot of people don't know is that the Pope was a fabulous ventriloquist. Put a little kid on his lap and he could make him talk. Oh, hey, oi. I just like in his retirement speech, he's like, oh, I'm retiring to spend more time with my fam. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. He's the only person to have retired to not want to spend more time with his family. Yeah, but that's like every sports person anyway. They're just like. Yeah, call yeah. it what it is. That's right. You know, you it's don't just, want to go and hang out mm. with. Mrs. Warren, you want to go and do other things. Maybe that's what he's going to do. Maybe he's gone after a while in the top job and he's gone, I am as close to God as you can possibly get mm. and I still can't help but feel, I have this hankering feeling, it's a load of bullshit. Yeah. What I need to do is resign, go and pop a couple of blue pills and go and have the time of my life with the next three weeks I have left. Yeah, well, Cookie, especially as when you're, well, like you've just alluded to, you've got this child sex scandal running through the entire Catholic Church. Just I to mean, qualify that, not it's not a child sex scandal involving the Pope, but he no, is the head of the church that's the head of the church of that the controversy. We can fairly enough say has been hush hushing a fair amount okay. of really awful I'll, I'll evidence. I'll just chime in. At a magic show, mm-hmm. you're not impressed with the rabbit, you're impressed with the man that hid the rabbit. Mm hmm. And that's the Pope. 
Did he hit the rabbit? <laughs> He's been and the rabbit is. Oh, yeah, not no, no, I just wanted to make sure we were clear. We weren't saying that the Pope has got child sex charges against him. No, not at all. They but have deep pockets, those Catholic lawyers. Potentially, he's looking at this situation going, I can't do anything. I can't. Maybe he's lost his faith. It's the well, perfect job, though. Well, he does nothing. But he does Throw nothing. Throw my hands up. Except I cannot fix sit this. down and write some thoughts and have a bit of a think. We came up with a book. lead an organisation that marginalises minorities every single day. Must be exhausting. He came up with a book that basically said, oh, no, look, when it came to that whole birth of Jesus thing, you know, I'm pretty sure there weren't actually like some of the animals that you all think were there. And that was a book. Mm. The whole point of their book was some animals that weren't in the manger. Maybe the Pope's retiring to make way for a Disney acquisition and three new films. <laughs> oh. oh, sorry, that's George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong one. I confused my religion. <laughs> does, does Lucasfilm have any child sex charges running against it? Not yet, but um, you know. No, the Lucasfilm has the opposite. Lucasfilm has caused many children never to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> many children weren't born because of Star Wars. Yeah. So I can testify to my entire teenage years being exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> so the Pope. So my claim is, is the Pope is kind of not a thing anymore. Yeah. It's moved on from, it's it's a non-thing. Yeah, especially when we trivialise it and we say, you know, Catholicism is like being a Star Wars fan. Today on our show, we said it's like being a Tupperware No, 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 I, 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 didn't say, I didn't say it was good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Don't misquote me. Oh, the, the, the thing is, right now we could probably toss it away and say that the, the papacy isn't a thing. You know, even Ratzinger is mm. getting out. But we're about to have the meeting of the cardinals. They'll go into their magic special room. They'll talk a lot. Somebody will write names down. Yeah. And, we're, and we're, everyone will be with bated breath, be waiting for that puff of smoke to come out of the top of the chimney yeah. on that building so that we have a new pope. Sophia, we have a new pope. Sophia Vergara is the new pope. Suddenly, yes, the pope's a thing. And it's all over my entertainment news. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if Sophia Vergara was the pope, I'm ready to commit. I'm going down that path right there. Absolutely. Does, it, does the Pope have like, like a like a saying or a catchphrase or anything like that? Like, just don't touch that kid. I think that's his catchphrase. That should right have now. been his catchphrase. Yeah, just shh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I know I know a few of his employees' catchphrases is uh, the classic uh, Matthew McConaughey. I get older and they stay the same age. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Are you freaking out on your train, podcast listener? It's okay. It's okay. How, it's many, right. how many hundreds of years will it take for the churches and religious folk to get rid of this millstone around their neck? Yes, true. Like, and it's just a shame. It shows that religions like dropped its ball or Catholicism has dropped the ball because they, they used to be so good mm. at public relations and marketing. Like take the crucifixion, right? You know, Jesus... <laughs> Nailed up on the cross. Awesome yeah, stuff. We all know mm. that story. Okay, what a way to launch a new logo. <laughs> <laughs> the Spanish Inquisition. I mean, there is no better thing to make sure that people remember what Catholicism is about. Hmm. Us. <laughs> We're right. Well, I hate to say it, maybe something like that needs to happen again just to relaunch the brand. I Another Spanish Inquisition. Well, I that. can't help but think there are some religions trying that at the moment yeah. and they're using technology and they're using, you know, big bits of machinery and they're, you know, creating the odd thing here or there that's, you know, really pricking up our ears and taking our interest. Yeah. Uh, but it's that's probably not, not a nice thing. <laughs> it's no. not working. You know, it does no. not working like it used to. Yeah, but Gina Reinhardt doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to think how dangerously close I came to suggesting terrorism just then. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point, Cookie. <laughs> Steele, the Pope, is he a thing anymore? No. We are, yeah, not a thing. Definitely not a thing. Easy, Carmen? Yeah, the Pope is yesterday's thing. Is there we go. An ex yeah. thing? An ex uh, thing. Not a Cookie? thing? Not a thing. Are we unanimous? Well, I'm going to say he is a thing, but okay. that's three against one is still a reasonable hmm. call. We have decided the Pope, no longer a thing. This is we're going well here, people. We're actually getting through. We're churning through decisions. I feel this immense sense of importance. <laughs> I yeah, think, but I think, I think we've just thing. discounted two thousand years worth of religion. Thank <laughs> you for listening. Done. Still? And for our next trick, a rabbit <laughs> out of a hat. But I, that was sort of a waste of time because the Pope's already decided it's not a thing. So yeah, but there'll be a new Pope to replace him, and whether or not that Pope. Does the same thing. Maybe or... they won't. Maybe they'll just go like the Beatles, you know, when uh, Paul McCartney said I'm quitting, the rest of them will just go, you know, fuck it. 
We're bigger just, than Jesus. We can't do it. Let's just or, go. Or like Zeppelin when Bonham died, they just decided you can't do better than that. Yeah. End the whole thing. Let's go. Let's just get no, out. No. Or they could do exactly like in excess and milk it way oh. beyond <laughs> that, that they should have. Substandard substitute. Yeah. Oh, wow. For that years was, and years. That hurt my, my like brain because I really loved in excess as a kid. Guy Sebastian is the new pope. <laughs> or don't give Hillsong the chance. <laughs> or they could just sell their office and end world poverty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, the Premier of WA could do something similar. Have you heard of the new office that's being built here for our Premier? It's quite beautiful. How much was it? Like $30 oh. million dollars or something? Yeah, almost like as much casual? as the new entertainment centre, the Perth Arena. <laughs> it's and really, it's just an office. It's an office But like space. a building office or just an office? Oh, it looks just a second home for Colin. Um, <laughs> and it's actually a lair is the official <laughs> word for it. <laughs> Stand by for your invitation to a bunga bunga party sometime soon. Hey, you seem to know a lot about this. How did you wedge this into the entertainment report? <laughs> <laughs> Because she got invited to uh, check it out. Still, I'm happy to pick up the mantle if if you are not yet prepared. Yeah, no, I'm not prepared. (laughs) (laughs) People may know me. I wish I knew you could come not being prepared. (laughs) I know we'll hit him up for a thing after this. This is this shouldn't take very long. Well, it's one thing to like ask someone to come on a podcast, but like, oh, can you do some like homework? (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Hey. And he has made shit canning the things quite a thing. So <laughs> yeah. if you like, he's still brought a thing. But to that the is table. why we do involve the comedians mm. because they do tend to have a unique and uh, funny insight yes. on the things. So you stay in your little box over there, comedian, and do your job. Be funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, people will know me outside the, the realm of the thing comedian as someone who's quite fascinated with television. Mm. Without wanting to risk diving into too much TV stuff, I've come to Perth and I have to say I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated because uh, independent of the social media noise about shows that I'm not going to get for two or three hours over here in Perth, I want to know, is uh, live television, in inverted commas, a thing in Perth? Yeah, the news, mate. But that's, that's it? Yeah, the news, mate. It depends how you define live because we do have a lot of television mm. programs that will have live on them. Oh, yeah. Uh, live we, sport. That's right. Live or, you know, uh, Today Show will have a live marker yeah. on, a watermark on it or something. We know it's not really live, but it will still have live yeah. on it. So, well, but you know, then, we then get there's a lot local of live. TV. Cookie does a local yes. television show. Yeah. Do you yeah. still do that? Yep, I, I do. Well, we're still we're live. <laughs> Thanks, well, Carmen. Watch a TV show. Uh, it's The Buzz. It's on West TV in Perth, Channel 44. Uh, it's coming back Tuesday nights at 6.30 uh, in April. Channel 44? Yes. Mm. Why did you just start counting backwards or something? <laughs> no, forwards because it was 31. So we, you know, they moved to they 44. Moved I don't know. So is Channel 31, is that like our Channel 31? Yes. It's It's mm, the same it thing. We yes. had a Channel okay. 31, which is where I cut my teeth, actually. I did a bit of like live TV presenting on... On yeah. Channel 31. And look where it got you. Okay. <laughs> on, on a, a podcast. radio and a podcast. <laughs> Can I just retract from the podcast now that I know that, that how impressed I was that he had a TV show? I didn't know it was on Channel 31. So. <laughs> that's right. My mum was the same. She said, oh, that's great. Yeah, how much do you get paid for it? I don't, mum. Oh. Yeah. yeah. But Take some gloss off it. I don't really care. The fact I'm on television is a miracle in itself. <laughs> so, you know, Jason I, I, Jordan doesn't have very much Lightning doesn't strike twice. They're not going to pay me. True. Oh, Jason! Jason's on television. There's something in yourself. (laughs) What what happens on the bars? Just Uh, it's it's a social media. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) We talk about about the Pope, and it's a shame because the biggest story of the year, and we're not on air. No, no. Tuesday, you'll still be able to do it. There'll still be buzz. It's a uh, social. It's just a social media show. So we talk about what's big in social media. That's it. Is social media a thing? No. Yeah, it's such a thing. It's, it's like that is the most it's thingy pretend. thing there is for me. <laughs> it, it's a thing. People pretend it's a thing, but it's not even really so a thing. So there you have it, the offerings of live television in yeah. Perth, Moxie. you got mm. the news. Rick and Sue have been doing the same mm. gig for about 500 years. Yeah. Rick Sue. Uh, Rick Sue, yes, it's like a. But that's two separate channels, Rick and Sue, aren't they? No, no, Rick and Sue are on seven. And then you have the The Nine News. New guy, Tim McMillan, Sally Ihan on uh, Nine News. And now going solo, Narelda Jacobs on Ten News, because Ten had massive cutbacks. Yeah, they did. And axed one of their presenters, Craig Smart. Mm. At one stage, Channel 10 here in Perth were actually doing their news bulletins in Sydney. Yes, so even they weren't truly live. Yeah, well, they were live, live, but they were live from Sydney broadcasting into Perth. 
But the flip side on that is that you then have the ABC who are now delivering a 5.30 early edition yeah. news that they call it. Yeah, it's with James McHale. It's out of Perth. Yes. And it's live into Sydney and then a whole new actual live version happens in Perth at yeah. 5.30. Well, that's yeah. good. But still, that's it's, live it's just television. news. They can get away with it because ABC pay people shit. So, you know, oh, it's another 10 bucks. Oh, let's just run it again. Sport's mm-hmm. big enough. We're, we're parochial Australians. We love our sport on television. So yeah. I would imagine that cricket, the AFL, those kinds of things have to be live oh, or are they live. even delayed? No. They're probably a slight delay, aren't they? So the question is I have is when in the 1970s we were watching Love Thy Neighbour or Kingswood Country, <laughs> we'd High be quality. all sitting in front of the telly and, and Uncle Bob would be next to us and Auntie Marg over the other side and kids would be running through and Bob would go, oh, that, that'd never happen. And you go, shut up, Bob. And Marg would go, ah, oh, will you both stop arguing? And kids are running through and the conversation <laughs> would happen while the program was on in the room. Yeah. So the question is now, are these conversations happening on Twitter? Is there no conversation in the room anymore because we're all busy reading tweets and tweeting what we think about the TV program? It's possibly what's going on. Carmen probably can't relate to that situation because when they were talking, she was too busy, like, focused on, like, imagining making out with Uncle Bob. (laughs) (laughs) Because Uncle Bob had just shaved off his beard and she'd never seen him that way before. Oh, Bobby. That's not how it's supposed to come across, okay? I love the way you kiss me, Bob. Ew. You kiss just Ew. like dad, Bob. <laughs> nice. Yes, is pedophilia an incest a thing? That's what we're talking about here this week. Sounds like it is where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I'm really nervous about my, that whole my thing. expectation, Cookie, is that uh, people. It's it's an expansion of that. If people only focus on their screen and do the tweeting and blah, blah, blah thing and don't interact with the people around them, then that's their loss without mm. question. Because some of that, like, I remember as a, a child of the 80s, video nights, right? So mm. you would come home from school, on a plan for Friday, Friday night, a whole bunch of us are going oh, over absolutely. to someone's mate, we're going to watch something on VHS. Uh, this you'd is get Spinal three Tap movies or, yeah, yeah, mm. all night. And there'd be there'd be chips and food and pizza and crazy stuff. Yeah. And if you were radical, there might be beer involved and those kinds of mm. things. But you would watch it and all sit around and talk about stuff. And then once it had finished, you would sit around and talk about, oh, I think this was really good and I loved it when uh, this happened. And Indiana Jones is so awesome and, and those kinds of things. Yeah. Uh, the It's become a global conversation, but it's how you let the, glo- the global conversation take over your local conversation, I think. Yeah, but are we losing something? You know, are we all getting too carried away with and, – and are people tweeting because they, A, want to get Twitter followers, mm. B, especially on Q&A, want to see their tweet on yeah. television, uh, or, or because they, you know, genuinely want to engage in a discussion that's going on whilst the other discussion is going on? I reckon we overestimate just how many people are tweeting about this shit. To be honest – more people are fast-forwarding the ads and have recorded a little late, you know, earlier. Mm. Um, and the people tweeting about it and the tweets you're noticing come through three hours ahead of time because you happen to be in Perth mm. right now, they're really just media people. And they're, you know, they're comedians and they're people with an interested reason to have a presence on social media. Mm. I don't see a lot, and, and there is some, but I don't see a lot of evidence that your mother of three is sitting at home on the couch neglecting a family and tweeting. <laughs> the people who are tweeting. While the smoke billows around. Yeah, yeah, but how do you know? Like, I, I'm not getting retweeted by at about to be reported by child services. <laughs> <laughs> it's, look, it, it's a crazy thing, but we, we, can, we can close out this part of the conversation because I think I've learned from all of you guys, correct me if I'm wrong, that live TV in Perth isn't really a thing if we care about... Eastern state stuff. We just acknowledge that that's not what I'm going to do. We care about sport. We care about news. We care about local content. Yep. Everything else is whatever. Yeah, as TV goes, I think the Perth people are used to not seeing much live TV and the stuff that they do see is very limited. Well, Perth people also know, too, not to check news.com for three hours before the finale of The Biggest Loser. You know, yeah, they yeah. know. We're across that. That's it's right. Or, that or, or cultural trends three years. <laughs> <laughs> or, or to check too. news.com.au at any point for anything cultural. Well, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, they're certainly going to be there for entertainment. I mean, a lot of their news is, you know, wonderful sensationalism, pushing some barrow. Yeah, some of us are radio hosts mm-hmm. with 
entertain us to interview. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> Rock stars. <laughs> Got other stuff to worry about. Yeah, and look, you know, if your kid comes home from school and you live in Perth and they say, I want to be a live television presenter, mm. you won't tell them to pursue their career necessarily in Perth. The place to do that, you know, yes. if you want to be on live TV... And other than our wonderful Unless you want to volunteer. I want to volunteer your time. Freely, yes. You know, if you want a career in it, then, yeah, sadly, you are going to have to go over east, or as we come say. Or telethon. Or do, to ta- Ooh, you yeah. know what? Telethon is the local media personality's one opportunity to get their Absolutely. mug on the telly. Everyone migrates from, from the east coast. Oh, we're coming over for telethon. Something, oh, yeah. blah, 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 yeah. telethon Perth. Mm. And we, yeah. you know, this is, that's the only chance we get to pretend we're, we're you know, real celebrities. Real we broadcasters. Get to, we get to go into a, you know, in front of a TV yeah. cameras and do TV stuff. Yeah. Have you sat on the phone booth thing where people ring up and pledge and those? Is that what you do? Or no. You no. Far too much that's, hard work. That's for yeah. the ladies from Chicken Treat and Centrelink to do. Awesome. HBO. F staff are get yeah. sent in there. We we sure sit on well. the panel. We do that. Nice. Kind of yeah. thing. We read out um, the Rick. donations, the pledges, right. and because we know how to pronounce the suburb names, and we don't say things yeah. like Karenyup, um, and yeah. which you might not find funny yeah. if you're not Mandura. From here. Yeah, Mandura. Kind of yeah, yeah. Mm. Quin Quinine in Yeah, yeah, that's that, right. You've been hanging out in Quinana. Yeah, yeah. Been here, have you? No idea. Medina. Yeah, but it's like it's the part of the joy of a new place is that you have all these new names to think. You can always spot the new media personality because uh, they're the one that tries to read the, the, the traffic report or say something's happening over in a place that I can't read because I don't know how to. Yeah, don't even it. try and say it. If you, I mean, I've lived in other towns and worked in the media and one of the big kind of golden rules is if you don't know how to say that suburb, just don't try because as soon as you try and get it wrong, you sound, and it's, it's, for some reason it's a big crime to not to sound like you don't live there, to sound like you're not from there. Like, you, know, you can't be a West Australian living on the Gold Coast. No way. You pretend that you were born and raised in the town yes. you happen to be working so in. So what's funny, isn't it? What's the news like? Oh, two families tragically died in a car crash in Kerr somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah, you haven't right. confirmed just, it, don't even just, try. Just, There's a police siege look at, happening look. right now in... Oh, I can't tell you. Well, something. you could say s- somewhere near. So there was a big accident near yes. Perth, south <laughs> thirty of kilometers Perth. south of Perth, something like There's that. All kinds of options. One thing, Cohen, because you until recently used to read the news. Yeah, yeah. Is sports names? I'm always impressed oh, by yeah. people who can get sports names. Yeah. The the you amount of practice that must go into. No, I'm because that would be the hardest thing. European yeah. names during the tennis season. Oh, just all of them. They're all stupid. We have a newsreader here in the afternoons called Andrew Glencross, who I'm sure this will not be the first time it's heard it. He really wraps it around any international named tennis player in particular. You know, he doesn't mm. say um, uh, 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 Katerina, what was that? Um, I can't even think of a name. <laughs> one that says, I'm hopeless at yeah, these. But the wrong he people. gives it the full accent. Oh, he really? goes, over and above the requirements of pronouncing a European tennis player's name. It's, it's, I can't recreate it and I'm going to stop trying. <laughs> He's yeah, very but, good at it. But it, it really is one of the, I would think one of the toughest things mm. for a journalist to do is getting those, not only, I guess, the odd location where the odd bomb goes off in Afghanistan, but mm. certainly sports person's last names are a landmine. Yeah, and to say them and, and flow through them as if you've been yeah, you like you know, doing. Because, you know, not all of us give a shit about sport. No. Mm. You know, to the point. There's, there's I, those I like freaks it, that but do, but. Yeah. I but think it's know. the things that we fixate on, we, we get really involved. Like, obviously, Steele, you referencing the, the Star Wars and Lucasfilm stuff, you're uh, a child of the Star Wars Empire. I know that you love it. And, I, and, I consider myself a Padawan of the Star Wars Empire. Ah, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, cool. but so, 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 to that end, if, if we were to throw at you, and I don't have a prepared list, but a list of names of characters from the Star Wars Empire, you would probably be able to nail 80, 90% of them. Yeah? Oh, 99, come on. Okay, so reasonable. But to the same end, if I was to then give you a list of uh, Sri Lankan cricketers, no, no chance? Yeah, but that's like partly racism as well. So. <laughs> what, you'll mispronounce wow. the names because From you're your racist? <laughs> because they're not called Smith and you don't think that's right. <laughs> no, I don't, yeah, no, no. You'd pull out your best Billy Birmingham and make up funny names for them. Peter Butterjars. Like, Who's Billy dead. Birmingham? Is that a sports person? Well, how old are you? Are you really young? The 12th man. I'm 13. Oh, yeah. okay, the 12th man. The 12th man. man. Yeah. 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 They're behind the 12th man. Okay, yeah. sorry. I am. Um, I need to update my parody songs <laughs> on my uh, iPod then. So he is a little bit, I guess, past it these days. Um, he's been around a while, hasn't he? Billy Birmingham. Uh, yeah, we're 80s, I think, the first the one. The degeneration yeah. of the parody thing called Five in a Row. I do know, I know mm. that. Okay. 
I can name all the degeneration for you. If you yeah. want. <laughs> <laughs> They're very, very rich people. So that would be good names to have in your Working dog. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, indeed. We're through the looking glass. We're understanding that it's difficult to, to hear, you know, to see names and sports names of those. So I want to round it out with one, hopefully reasonably quick um, uh, thing, if okay. that's all right. We did we, did we come to a conclusion on the thinginess of live TV? I think live TV in Perth is not a thing anymore. Okay. I'm going to say, I'm I'm say it is a thing because I have a vested interest in you saying do. it is a thing. So I'll say, yes, it, it is if you know where to look. <laughs> Steel, do you care like... about live TV in Perth? Um, yeah, I, I care. I care for Paul. As, here's a, I'm just, I'm just, I feel so callous. Just between you guys, I'm going to let you in on a little interesting The Buzz fact. We go live. Uh, we Last year went live on a Thursday and it was repeated on a Tuesday. Mm. We'd have twice as many viewers on the repeat on the Tuesday <laughs> than we did on the live. <laughs> so even if it's live, no one cares. That's good scheduling. Mm. I, I like, yeah, I enjoy the irony that the, the one show that's live in Perth <laughs> yeah. is on a channel. <laughs> People no watch the repeat. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sticking in. with my not a thing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, I'll go with. I don't know. I'm going to say it's a thing because you guys need all the encouragement you can get. Oh, <laughs> thanks for the proverbial wow. pat on sure. the head. And just the don't, just don't tell us color television is a thing. Or <laughs> <laughs> what? what the hell? When did that happen? So it's it's sounding pretty clear here that live television is a thing, yeah. particularly if you're involved in it or you want to suck up to the guy that's involved with it. Yeah, that sounds right. I don't want to hurt Cookie's feelings. She you says said it that wasn't now, a thing. Late earlier on today, she's making gags about me coming in purely to make her coffee. <laughs> Poor Cookie, every time he works with me, he's panelling me. I'm panelling, I'm just doing <laughs> something lackey like. So, yeah, yeah panelling is pushing the buttons. Oh, on your pedestal, Carmen. <laughs> Can I get you a drink? Are you, are you saying that because you think I didn't know or you thought I was going to twist it <laughs> in some way? I was waiting. I was waiting to you for you to either make it sound sexual or to turn it into some kind of torture related thing, like waterboarding or something. Or and torture. Oh. Mm. Pretty obvious that listening to you on the radio would be torture. Oh, You walked into that Do one. Do your podcasts <laughs> always finish like this with everyone <laughs> just slagging each other and off? And storming out. <laughs> <laughs> All of the ones that people like to download are. Yeah. Yeah. That's good then. Let's do something worse than this. <laughs> well, let's, I've, I've got a, a one that should be pretty straightforward, okay. but one that would provide us a great opportunity to continue the conversation about her suiteness. Okay. Uh, vajazzling. <laughs> is that a thing? Now, for those that aren't aware what vajazzling is, we're, okay. retur- we're referring to uh, mainly the hair that is above surrounding uh, mm. a lady's vagina. I'm going to use that in the collective colloquial, and understanding that the vagina is technically the in part, not the whole thing. Mm. Why is Carmen climbing up on the desk? <laughs> <laughs> and lifting to show, yeah. Vajazzling is when ladies choose to remove the hair and replace the hair with stuck-on uh, sequins or diamantes oh, or those on. kinds of things. Mm. I didn't know about this bit. You didn't know really? about nah, this? Nah, nah. And, and, and you might claim be... you watch Red Tube. <laughs> <laughs> and it might, they might spell out a word or have a specific shape or, or a, a message for their loved one. Yeah, I mean, ahead of Valentine's Day, you get yes. your little love heart or, you know. Is, uh, I'm guessing the word's never classy. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of like your front tramp stamp that isn't permanent. Yes. Okay. Speaking as one who has a ver to jazzle, I'm not keen on the idea. <laughs> I don't think that sequins should ever be there. I don't think anything that could come off and get stuck up where Ooh, it was close to either is a very safe thing. It strikes me as something a trampy 16-year-old mm. would do to get her leg up past the other trampy 16-year-olds. Mm. Well, you could go you could go with her, but have a look at this. Oh. You know what I mean? So like, we can we who, can take who, it. Who else is going to do that? Well, some some ladies with means because there are, uh, as far as I understand it, I haven't done it myself, there are salons that offer this as a service where, you know, you go in for the wax mm. that they will then, you know, will put the nice little love heart or the, the dove or the arrow pointing down. Yeah, here it is, loser. Yeah, that's um, right. No. And what happens <laughs> in the middle of lovemaking and one of those comes off and gets stuck up your urethra? Mm. Ow! I'm <laughs> concerned, quite frankly, about in, in the act – of the making of the love. That was such a good actor. <laughs> <laughs> he, he actually felt like he had a little diamante right. stuck in his doodle. I know. <laughs> it would hurt. Yeah, yeah. That understatement. Reverse kidney stones. Ooh. Why does it's like a 
Why does your vagina need like an emoticon <laughs> above it? It's always going to be a sad face. It's 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 but a step Winky. away from having Tom Waterhouse advertise on your pubic mound. I think. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true because every time you stick your dick into a vagina with one of those things, you're definitely taking a gamble. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine Tom Waterhouse popping up mid-love making and go, and if you want the odds and whether or not she's got chlamydia. (laughs) I just think it's all gross. What, what, I'm, I, and whatever. No, the whole topic of vajazzling, isn't it? I just, I see nothing good can come from a girl sticking sequins there. I just don't, I, there are certain things where it's like, if you get to that stage, You've clearly tried too many things too soon. Mm. You should have paced yourself better and then you never would have had to have gotten to that. Mm. Much like you see in the odd German movie, you know, you don't need to do that. It doesn't need to go that far. What you German can, movies are you talking about? Well, I'm not going to say. Uh-huh. But, <laughs> you know, there's, there's some stuff where you see where you go, humans shouldn't do that. And, you know, you've really done too much too early and now nothing works so you're just, you know, Slicing your penis in half because it's the only way you feel something. For Jasling is a bit like that, maybe. God, but, radio yeah. announcer confessions here. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the Tramps version of the personalised number plate that's just the name of the car. Oh, like, you yeah. know, people have like, you know, XR7 is their yeah. number plate. Like, Work. that's just like, we know it's down there. <laughs> like, <laughs> if it wasn't down there, you'd be in some sort of circus-like environment. Mm. But, uh, yeah, not good. And I know it's it's contradictory because before the show I showed everyone my diamond-studded dick. But um, <laughs> The word there, though, being studded. <laughs> yeah, you're actually pierced. We're talking about piercings mm. is a different thing than vajazzling. So piercings are a thing is what you're telling me. Penile and vaginal I would, piercings. I would, they seem to have taken off with more fervor than mm. the jazzling has. And you know what? It occurred to me during that conversation you could actually do instead of a jazzling is whatever that thing's called where you get a, a stud embedded in your chest. Have you seen it? It's yeah. not actually through anything. It's embedded. Just it's, in, yeah. It's just. It's almost like it's stuck mm. on, but it's actually in, in you. It's healed into you. So you could yeah. do that around your little. Little lady man there, if you wanted to, but I don't. Uh, am I allowed to say that? The five <laughs> just drop back in, lady mound. I may lose my job over this podcast. I do not know. Unlikely. No, so yeah, like I maybe you could do that instead, but I don't like the idea of either personally. Um, steel. Would it be something that was exciting to you if your partner surprised you on Valentine's Day? Uh, you know, you're in the intimate moments, and she says, "Hey, I've got something for you." And uh, you feel the uh, svelte rub, you know, sort of stubble of diamantes on her vajayjay. Um, well, I'm sure once I um, pulled down her juicy couture tracksuit pants. <laughs> <laughs> Lightly stained with Nutella. And um, hushed the kids in the back seat of the car. <laughs> What Not sort much of car else would be a surprise, would it? Uh, yeah, no. I that I just listen. It's like why? Why do you have to make something that for all eternity, like men have wanted to see? Like why do you have to like promote that anymore? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Dinner and a show. Yeah, like it's not like it, it's not. Yeah, it's not. It like, hasn't even well, needed you, dressing do you know, up. See, yeah. there was a long period in time in human history, or, or certainly over the last hundred years or so. There's a great story about uh, a per might have actually been in Perth, but certainly in Australia, uh, it was a woman, very much like a man in appearance. Actually worked as a, a lumberjack and a mechanic. Was married for a period of time and actually had a what? constructed wooden phallic thing that, when was having sex with the right wife, used to say. Just a minute, strap, strap, put it on, do whatever the husband does, and then, you know, tuck it back in the cupboard before the lights would come the on. The wife didn't notice? Did not notice. And in court, 
was uh, was you know, as you imagine terribly embarrassed to find out that that's what had been happening that whole time. So, Embarrassing so maybe, being treated for a shocking case of splinters. Absolutely, <laughs> you'd want to rub a lot of linseed into that. But but there's a thing. So maybe you know we haven't been looking at them that long. That's my thing. No, this is true. I guess that that comes from a very unenlightened time. That's because frankly, I'd notice. Right. It's hard to imagine, isn't it? It's not. A, it's not a big stretch, though, Cookie, to go from ladies well, that know. shape and uh, trim and uh, mm. provide uh, treatment to their pubic hair, which is naturally there to you know help keep the vaginal area clean. Now you sound like that ad they allowed back on the television. So <laughs> if if that that person you're talking about like got <laughs> if, if they got their bit vajazzled it'd be like a uh, like a Mr Miyagi little tree. Like. <laughs> A bonsai. a bonsai tree, possibly. Oh, awesome. um, it would be hard to describe. Uh, have a look at. Or actually, don't look at it. You were great mm. last night, love. You really stripped the bark uh, no, off. <laughs> wax on, wax off that. <laughs> but uh, I'd be interested if you could turn it into a flute or something. So when she, you know, goes for fellatio, she can wow. And to. then when they were feeling really kinky at the end of sex, he like the 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 fake husband would get sap in her face. Oh. Yeah. Wow, that didn't come out as cool as I wanted. It. <laughs> But anyway, Google that. It's a true story. Well, that it was a very controversial court case at the time. That is really fascinating. I will actually. And Google it's amazing. That. The wife did not know. Yeah. Anyway, and speaking of things, will probably get me sacked when I Google that story. I'll be in trouble too. <laughs> <laughs> Do it on the station. On the company. Yeah, the company computer. Yeah, that would be so. Cookie vajazzling, not a thing. What did what did the what did the chick use as his balls like a beehive or something? I, to be honest, I didn't remember that detail. Okay. I, I would say if she could go that long without realizing that this was a wooden penis on a woman, mm. then she probably wasn't too concerned about the feeling of a scrotum smacking into her at the same time. <laughs> it never sort of became a topic of interest. Reasonable. Um, the, the whether it's a thing. I think maybe in desperation it it may be a thing, but I think whatever it is, it's very fleeting. I think it will go quickly uh, and it may turn into, uh, I don't know, like um, glittery signage that you could type a message into yeah, yeah. and you could read. Mm. Messages know. on hold. Yeah, maybe something like that. You know, uh, you know come it? back at nine mm. or, you know, give me a couple of days, whatever. <laughs> that might... No go zone <laughs> at a specific right. time of the month. Or no. if, it's, if it's flashing red, stay away. <laughs> oh, oh. Uh, but, but I think we'll see a few of these phases. I think it's just a phase. So it's probably not a real thing. It's, you know, tentative. Steel? I don't know. I think you're confusing your vagina for a car. Um, <laughs> like, do you have a little My Family stickers up in that thing as well? <laughs> Actually, you could legitimately get, uh, I, I guess, vajazzled the kids along there for the kids that you've had. Sorry? You know, yeah, the, the My Family stickers children. you have. Oh, I thought you were talking about vajazzling the children. Yeah, I no. Wow. No. I, I, I actually think that anyone would have a vajazzled vagina probably have My Family stickers of all the children she's had aborted from that vagina. Oh. Oh. Could you? You could put, you could put my, my Family stickers on your penis. Yeah, oh. See, I don't know what to do with any of this because in my day-to-day job, we just wouldn't be talking anymore. We would have stopped a really long time Generally, ago. even in a pub, if the conversation got to this point, you'd be going, I'm going to go and get a drink. Uh, like Carmen, you wouldn't, you wouldn't vajazzle as a part of a radio stunt prank promotion? No. No, I would not. If anyone from my workplace has asked you to ask me that question, Sorry, no, Bucky. I would not. <laughs> that well, is the answer. Call in if your vagina's got spooky dokies. <laughs> Dokies. Now that's something I'd consider. Imagine the sound. That's surely what it would sound like if you, if if the lady and the man both had vajazzling and they were. Oh, they'd be against each other. Yeah, it'd be clackety clack. So vajazzling is sounding very much like it's not a thing. Not a thing. No. Ladies and gentlemen, the Thing Committee have decided many, many things tonight. Uh, and we're so glad that you tuned in. I think it's a great opportunity now. However, if you want to connect with our thingers, the people that have joined us on the committee, uh, Paul Cook, how can they find, trace, listen, follow, watch you? Uh, at Cook's Fiat, Twitter, uh, 96FM, uh, 96FM.com.au, Saturday nights from 6, they let me on air. Good. Uh, or coming in April, uh, The Buzz on West TV, which is also on the internet too. You can Google that stuff and you can find it. Can you live stream West TV? Oh, yeah, you can. Globally. It's amazing. Wow. Nobody does, but you can. Community television for the world. Absolutely. I'm surprised that, you know, I don't get more calls than I do.
But there you go. I'm here, though. I'm grateful for that. Thank you for the experience. <laughs> it's wonderful. Steel Saunders, how can people do everything about you? Um, you can follow me on Twitter, at Steel Saunders. I won't tweet during Q&A. <laughs> um, you can listen to my podcast, which is called I Love Green Guide Letters, where we make fun to, of the uh, Melbourne Ages Green Guide Liftouts TV Guides Letters, and we have stupendous guests we've had um tony martin and will anderson and yeah. uh darren hinch and many of australia's funniest people and that's on itunes or iloveGringoLetters.com. and if you're at the melbourne international comedy festival i'll be performing there and i'll be also performing at the sydney international comedy festival and yeah that's where you can get me and i would love to uh have you come along excellent are you doing anything in perth why do we have you here? Um, I'm doing a show tomorrow, but... Um, <laughs> it's a court appearance. Yeah. 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 Right. He's got this wooden dick in his mouth. <laughs> 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 That's awesome. <laughs> there you go. One, you won't hear between five and nine. Hey. And you won't be complaining when you're three twigs deep. <laughs> 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 oh man, Carmen! Hello. How can people see, find, hear, listen, vajazzle you? <laughs> well, for oh. more of that, um, I'm, I'm 96 FM Carmen on the Twitter, and uh, we're on Facebook too. 96 FM Breakfast is our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Follow that for some of the crazy antics we get up to, and our show. Yeah, 96 FM weekday mornings between 5:30 and 9. We do a best of show on Saturdays. In case you didn't get enough during the week, there's Countless opportunities. And conveniently in the East Coast, it's like uh, between 8.30 and midday. Great point. So you don't even have to, you just wake up whenever you wake up and it'll be on. Yeah, internet stream us, Mm. 96fm.com.au. Who needs to listen to those Hamish and Eddie jerks when they can get Perth (laughs) breakfast (laughs) live in that morning section, run through to lunch. Yeah, bitching about how we've got no electricity and we don't have daylight saving and we can't go shopping on the weekends. But you got got chicken treat, that's pretty good. Chicken treat is one of the superior fast food options. We have in this state. I missed it when what I didn't live here. What is chicken treat? Oh, it's sort of like it's a red rooster. Better red rooster. No, no, no. It's it's where fried chicken and barbecue chicken live together in this harmony. Is right. <laughs> in fact, you can go and get fried chicken without people knowing that you're having fried chicken because you go to KFC and everyone's like fat yeah. person getting KFC. Yeah. But if you go to chicken treat, you're sneaky fried. Sneaky fried. Mm-hmm. That's that is, a thing. That yeah, also sounds like my high school thing. relationships. Sneaky fried. <laughs> the thing committee. Uh, has decided we are here. We have done. Thank you so much, Cookie. Pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Steele. I, I might just say not having a thing is a thing. You made it a thing. <laughs> you did. Well done. Went a whole episode. No homework. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like high school. Awesome. You are now the only person that can do that, though, because you've made it a thing. Therefore, no one else can have that thing. Excellent. Carmen, thank you. No, you're welcome. Thank you. This was actually really, really fun. I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Just a dig right at the end there. <laughs> Twisted. It hurts. You can Thanks. find us at the thing, at thingcommittee.com on the internet. We are on iTunes, Sketcher. We are now apparently on uh, some Android-based podcast thing as well as the Windows Phone podcast stuff. Hopefully you listened and enjoyed it. We would love to hear from you. You can get either myself, uh, I'm Malk's TV Talk on Twitter, or Joshua Withers, the usual co-host, uh, at Joshua Withers. That's it from the Thing Committee. Good night. And all your little things.